You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gifts you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic, friends. I'm so glad you're here. Happy 2022. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard, and this is Yoga Magic, where we chat all things self-care and self-discovery. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that I love to use astrology in everyday life. I love to use it for self-care practices, manifestation, understanding who you are. And parenting is something that I use astrology for kind of intuitively, I understand the birth charts of my kids, of myself, of my family. But today, our guest, Tara Vogel of Luminary Parenting, really gives us some specifics into how amazingly helpful astrology can be when applied to parenting our children and reparenting ourselves. So I'm so excited to have Tara here today. I wanted to just share this amazing quote by her to kind of give you a little taste, a little preview of our conversation. So she said, it's a beautiful gift when we can hold space for our kids to be who they are, which is shown in their natal chart. It's like a little map of who they are. If you are new to Yoga Magic, I bring different ideas every week. If you have some ideas, anything that you're wanting me to explore, wanting me to bring a guest on, an expert on, I would love to hear from you in this new year. Any topics, really, it could be whatever they they are. I, I love to go all over the board, weird, woo, whatever it is. Let me know. Shoot me a DM um, at ashleysondergaard.yoga on Instagram or at the at Yoga Magic Podcast. And just wanted to shout out a huge thank you to our show sponsor, Interval. Interval is the platform that I use for all of my yoga classes and special events. Coming up on January 12th is the first special event of the new year. So I'll be hosting monthly events um, with the Yoga Magic community to talk about all sorts of different things, mostly astrology, well-being, self-care, yoga, and I want them just to be super easy and fun and accessible. So they are $10 each month. Just hop on in. There's going to be a recording available if you miss the live event. This next one is self-care and your sun sign. So we'll be talking about astrological self-care, cosmic self-care, and how you can use your sun sign, which is your identity, it's your essence, to get really specific on your your self-care practices and how the sun shows up energetically. The sun is wildly important, obviously, in our in our chart. And it's so much different than some of the other parts of the chart. And we'll talk about that. What is the energy? What is the essence of the sun, what practices look, you know, really help your your sun sign, help you shine the brightest. So that's a 45-minute workshop on January 12th at 7 p.m. Central Time, and we're going to be hosting that on Interval because it's so great and so easy. So more information on that event in the show notes. I would love to see you. 
And then finally, friends, thank you so much to the many of you that completed the self-care challenge, that left ratings and reviews in the last couple days. I, it just, it makes my whole world to see that people are learning new things. They're learning how to take care of themselves when they listen to this show. So if you do find this helpful, you find this episode with Tara to be, to be helpful, to give, give you a little nugget of joy, consider sharing it with a friend, text it to a friend, share it on Instagram, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, because Spotify has that available now too. Okay, last thing I just want to tell you a little bit more about Tara, because she is so, so cool, and I want you to find her. So she is Luminary Parenting on Instagram. Every morning, she writes a one, like one post overview of the day, of what's happening in the sky, so that you can plan ahead. I use this all the time when I'm thinking about, okay, so what do I need to know for myself, for my kids? It's so funny because I I can sometimes see this coming in advance and sometimes I'll just like say I didn't look at the post in the morning and I'll having you know an issue myself or one of my kids is just emoting I'll go back and look I'm like oh yes oh yes their moon is being highlighted today and they're feeling extra emotional so please check her out on Instagram and then she also has a really amazing community where you can learn more about astrology where you can learn about it more as a as a child yourself but also as a parent Um, and she is somebody who's really passionate about applying astrology to every day again which is is my my favorite type of astrology so thanks to Tara for being here thanks to you listeners for showing up every week let's get to this conversation thank you so much for being on here I know you're just coming hot off a reading it's always like I, like I literally just blew dry my hair in about two seconds. So we're in the same boat, like just rushing in, <laughs> getting, getting it all in in a day, but I'm really glad to chat with you today. I wake up to your Instagram every day. So <laughs> I feel like I know you That's through good. your, your yeah. amazing writing. Um, can you just tell listeners a little about, about you outside of your work? Yeah, that's hard for a Capricorn son because right? I am my work, right? That we think that we are our work. That's how I see myself. Yeah. So I'm a mom of three and um, that's actually, I can, I can share my journey into astrology with my daughter's story. I can sure. But um, yeah, I am a mom of three. I'm an astrologer. See, there I go. Um, <laughs> you know, it, I mean, astrology and connecting to the sky and connecting to others and, I'm pretty passionate about connection. So um, that's just who I am. It, it plays such a big role in my life. And then I just bring it into my career because I'm a Capricorn and that's what we do. Um, but yeah, parenting and my spiritual practice, I combine those together. And then that's what I do as my profession. Um, so yeah. It's a blend of all these like amazing worlds. I just realized as you were saying that you're a Capricorn, I... I'm really drawn to Capricorn astrologers. And I think too, it's that like that grounded, it's that like balance and like direct approach to it versus like, sometimes I get lost when I listen to others and yeah, you're, you and um, a good friend of mine, Meredith is a Capricorn. It's just, I love it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know, also um, I think that in my previous life before kids in my other life, I was an elementary school teacher. Oh, cool. So in second and third grade. So everything had to be really simplified. And I, and I bring that into my astrology because personally I need things very, to be very simplified for me to understand when I was born, everybody has their mercury somewhere right in their chart. 
my mercury was retrograde. So mm-hmm. it works. My mind works in a different way than other people's. So yeah, things need to be very simple and that's how I communicate. It's translatable. Yeah. I love that. So you said your daughter is your child is sort of intertwined with your, your astrology career. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Eva was my gate. She's 16 now, but she was my gateway drug to astrology. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So my story with Eva is, um, you know, she was, my son was three and a half when she was born and I had this beautiful natural birth, uh, you know, doula, midwife, all those things. And Eva's pregnancy was so beautiful. So, so beautiful. I ate all the right food. I did prenatal yoga. And when she was born, she just wouldn't stop crying. And Mm. She was so extremely irritable. She wasn't gaining weight. She was having a whole lot of like failure to thrive issues. And this went on for a while and years actually. And, you know, we were trying different things, very conventional, very, um, uh, you know, alternative, like everything in between. I'm, I'm a pretty natural kind of person. And so I always and drawn to the natural therapies and the remedies and things. But then also I was just trying to figure out what was going on with Eva and how I could help her. Um, And we pretty much tried, I think everything under the sun to just help her growth and development. And she wasn't developing physically. And so when she was five, we actually got a diagnosis. Her diagnosis now is cerebral palsy. She has, uh, we had an MRI and we saw that she had some brain things, but, um, we couldn't find, we lived in New Jersey at the time. We couldn't find a school that I felt like honored Eva's differences. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that my Waldorf school honored my son mm-hmm. in the way they saw him. And I said, I want that for Eva, but there were no Waldorf schools for special needs kids, except there's one in the United States and that we had to move to find that. Oh, so wow. We moved to Pennsylvania. She went to um, a Waldorf school for special needs children. And I was eating lunch with the moms one day. And, you know, somebody said, have you ever, you know, I was describing Eva's situation and they said, have you ever had Eva's astrology chart read? And I'm like, what do you mean a chart? Like I'm a Capricorn, she's a Pisces, but what (laughs) else is there to know? And they said, no, you know, an astrologer can read her natal chart. And for those of you that are listening and don't know what a natal chart is, a natal chart is basically a flattened out map of where all the planets were in the sky on the daytime and place you were born. And everybody has one. And so I thought, well, why not? I've literally tried everything else under the sun and this only costs $125. So yes, yes. And I went and I sat with this astrologer and he never met Eva. And he told me all about her and described her to a T and my mind was blown. I'm like, she was five at the time. So I thought I actually also have a lot of Scorpio in my chart. And I, I became um, slightly obsessed with finding out everything there was to understand about astrology. Like how did this astrologer, how was he able to describe her and yet never have met her? And so, um, yeah. And then I went on to study it and I really loved what he did for me, Mm. which was, I was trying to fix her from day one. I mean, she was struggling. So as a mom, you know, you don't want your kids to struggle, but I really wanted her to be normal. And, mm-hmm. you know, her Eva's astrology chart definitely doesn't say she has cerebral palsy, but it does say that 
she's here to learn about her body in a different way. She's highly sensitive. Um, even like the way that she learns is in a different way that is, than is traditionally taught in school. So um, I really love that he supported me in finding peace because mm. it was after that astrology reading, I thought, oh, I just need to figure out how to support her in the life she chose in this lifetime, even if it's not the one that I want for her. And so I found peace in that reading. And I thought this is really important for other parents to be able to understand and like use it as a parenting tool. You know, I just got off, I, you know, minutes ago, I was in another reading. I read um, a chart for, it was a young, like a one-year-old. Usually I, my readings are more towards like, I would say four kids, four and above when the parents are like, um, I'm not sure what to do about this kid. Yeah. You know, guide me. And so I love just helping the parents to understand um, what we, you know, our natal chart basically is Ashley. It's like what we signed up to do experience, to live. And the more that I can help mom or dad, both of them sometimes understand their kids, like soul curriculum, the more I feel like there's just beautiful light and healing brought to our earth. Like, you know, they're, they're who they said they're, they're being supported in being who they intended to come and be. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have full body goosebumps. I'm in such agreement. Yeah. Yeah. They show, I mean, cause I also too believe that our children choose us as their parents and like for someone, you know, like you and I, who use astrology to better understand and just be more supportive. Like they, they needed us. They needed that perspective. And I mean, there's been, uh, I just, I'm so with you. And I'm sure you have a lot of stories of like when this has really helped. Like I think the other night with the eclipses, I have a, my daughter Rory, she's three. She was my spiritual awakening. Her name is Aurora of a dawn because of that reason. And she uh, was like, off the wall. Like she was just so emotional. She's like, mom, I'm having such a hard day today. And she's a Sagittarius moon. And I'm like, well, uh, yeah, it's all good. Don't worry. And like my husband who's super supportive was just, he didn't know that the eclipse was Gemini Sagittarius. And he was like, what's happening. And I'm like, I got, we got this. We're just going to like snuggle. And it was totally fine. But in, you know, a moment like that, I'm just like, like you said, so grateful for this map, this map of who they are. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm always curious where, you know, well, I want to get back into like the parenting piece of it, but what does formal study look like in astrology for you? I'm in a formal program right now, but I'm always curious, like the intuitive route versus doing a training, like what did it look like for you? Yeah. Well, so Eva was five when, um, I started to study astrology and back then, so she's 16 now. Um, so, you know, 11 years ago, right. I had to find somebody local. Like I just, you know, mm-hmm. I had to find somebody local to study with. So I was taking classes here and there, um, reading it. There's so many books, you know, tons and tons of books, you know, reading, um, charts for my friends, kids. And, but it was, you know, right now I teach for Deborah Silverman and she has oh, an astrology do. school. Cool. Yeah. That's a very accessible way to learn astrology because, she makes it really fun. You get a lot of personal interaction because you have your own um, astrology mentor. So I'm one of them. I think she has probably like 20 or 30. Um, You know, it's a very accessible way to learn astrology. When you're done with her school, 
you don't know everything there is like you have to do more studying, but you have a really good foundation. That's what Mm. she's good at. So, um, yeah, I went to take her school because she had a certification program and I'm a Capricorn and we collect certifications. We love those things. (laughs) I'm a Capricorn moon. Yep. I'm with you. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I just want the the criteria because I appreciate that when other people have it. Mm -hmm. So I went just for the certification. She loves to tell this story, but Um, you know, and then eventually went to teach for her. And I really learned a ton about simplifying things because astrology, there are some people that teach astrology that just overcomplicate it. it, Yeah. And it's so, when you really understand it, it's actually quite simple. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not to say that it's not a ton of information to kind of hold in your head, but it's, you know, the elements are in everything around us. And that's just what astrology is based on. So yeah, I, I mean, I like Deborah's school a lot. I mean, I'm partial because I teach for her, but um, I like the simplicity. I like the, um, it's very applicable, but I also like, I also um, run an astrology community where we do it every day. That's the other thing is, mm-hmm. you know, I like, well, I post every day on Instagram, right? So But in the astrology community, um, I'm delivering, I give them like their little daily weather forecast, much more than I can give on Instagram. And then they apply it to their chart. You know, like I said, before we started, Ashley, the moon is in my 12th house today. So I could get lost. Like I should probably be taking a nap right now Um, (laughs) or tending to my, my physical body and my sensitivity in some way, but I love talking about astrology. So it's fine. But um, yeah, so it's applying the everyday astrology to your chart and then also your kids charts, you know, it's mm-hmm. helpful to know, you know, if your daughter is like, that was really helpful, right. To know totally. oh, she's Sagittarius moon, of course, there's an solar eclipse in Sag. I can hold space for, for her to have whatever emotion is coming through. It's just such a, a beautiful gift mm-hmm. when we can hold space mm-hmm. for our kids to just be who they are, which is shown by their natal chart. I love the simplicity piece. And I'm so, yes, like as I'm, (laughs) as I'm learning and also teaching and like sort of reciprocating what I'm learning to other people, others that aren't necessarily like in this environment as much. I, it's always so interesting to see how much you have to simplify for those to understand it, for me to understand it and how much more meaningful it is in that way. And I think too, like with kids, with this, looking at their natal charts, like this, that's the simplest form of, of who they are preconditioning pre-life. And I always love watching my kids play out in their charts because they, it's so clear. Like, well, I have, you know, an Aries sun, I have an Aquarius sun, like they're just so beautifully those signs. And I, you know, again, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. It gets more complicated as they get older, but I I'm curious to know how, if you're someone who's new to this, right, you, you understand your birth chart perhaps, um, but you want to get more into understanding your children, how would a mom or a, or a father, how would they start? Hmm. Yeah. Well, (laughs) uh, next year in 2022, I'm going to be doing a parenting course on using your kid's natal chart. Um, so yeah, you can, find me on Instagram and stay tuned for that. But I do feel like, and I know this is really also your sweet spot as well, is that like our, our kids are just here to help us heal as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, that's the intention of the course is to help 
see that what they present to us in our parenting is just also an opportunity for us to reparent and hold ourselves the way we might, we could have had great parents. I did, but you know, they were young. And so, you know, (laughs) that we hold ourselves the way ideally, you know, we would have liked to have been held when we were younger. And if we're doing that and we're holding our kids, you know, in, in the way that their natal chart, and that's what I would go over that, that's what I would teach in the course then like the whole world lifts, like the whole, the healing of the collective, which we all are talking about, but we have all different ways. And this is how we heal. And you got to do this and be this. And it's like, well, yeah, but I think it, it's like deeper than that. It's simpler than that. We actually don't have to do anything. There's like an honoring of ourselves, each other, our children, our neighbor, like just, it's very, it's deep, but it's simple. Mm-hmm. So you're saying just really honor the chart, like understand their natal chart and honor that. So then, you know, where I get tripped up sometimes on this is like, I know, I know the shadow, I know the light of their charts. And sometimes I tend to make excuses for them. Like, Oh, she's an Aries. Sometimes she's just really explosive. Is there a sweet spot in how we use that? Do we try to guide them over, you know, away from that shadow side of each sign? Or like, what are your thoughts on not allowing this to be an excuse or a projection on them based on their chart? Yeah, it's tricky. It like, there's a lot of awareness. So it's like, for example, for Aries, because Aries is so tangible, like everybody can relate to an Aries and they're fiery. It's to allow for the fire. And then also to be able to hold, um, you know, for an Aries, it would be to hold the opposite of, you know, at Libra as Libra. well, like the other. So there's always, <laughs> it's always this thing of like, yes, there's this, but then there's that, you know, and it, so it's always both. It's always male and female. It's always positive and negative. Like we we're in this, I shouldn't say we, but there's a lot in our collective. It's like, oh, but we only accept the good. And we're only going to think of positive thoughts. And there's like positive this. Well, if you're only you know, this is only allowed, then the other, you need the other to be, the other was inevitably going to show up. So you need both. So, you know, it's honoring the expression of, and like honoring your child's expression. And there's also the other to think about. So hmm, it's just, just like a a very cure. Parenting is such a curious, something to be very, bring your curiosity to That's such a, our curiosity is such a healing energy. If you can just for yourself too, like, oh, isn't that interesting? Every time my daughter does this, I get, I get pissed off inside. What's that about? <laughs> right. Hello, that child is bringing up unprocessed emotional content for you to heal mama. So let's look at that because, you know, everybody wins when you look at that and thank you, dear daughter for bringing that to my attention. Right. You know that I only talk about brands and products that I love, and something I'm seriously loving and using so much right now is Interval. If you're like, 
What is that? Well, Interval is an online platform that lets you build your fitness or coaching business and community all in one place. So I'm prepping events for 2022, prepping some challenges, some coaching, some classes, and it's just so easy to plan pre-recorded classes and workshops and even create challenges that you can use to get your clients more involved. So if you're a fitness or a wellness entrepreneur, you have to check Interval out. Some of the things that you can do on there are record your classes, you can record directly to the platform, you can build an app for your clients, you can run live and pre-recorded classes, and you can simply grow your membership. It's also really nice to be a part of an instructor community of entrepreneurs who are doing the same things. So it's perfect for anyone that's just starting out in the online fitness space or if you have an established brand. To learn more about Interval and see if it's a fit, check out the referral link in the show notes to sign up for a demo or visit interval.com. That's interval, I-N-T-E-R-V-A-L.com. Actually, I just interviewed somebody last week on like this idea that our partners are mirrors and they, they really do show us where we need to work within ourselves and do some of that. And I'm feeling this too, as you're saying it, like our kids are such gifts because they show us where we have some reparenting to do. Totally. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and obviously like there's boundaries that we set. There's things, you know, there's just like the basics of parenting, but as they are establishing who they, who they are, if it's something that's triggering trust, we should, you know, we can really do some work at least first to understand why this is triggering for us in the first place. Yes. So helpful. Yeah. I'm thinking too, the other day I was in a class and someone asked the question of overtaking elements. So I was talking about the question, like, okay, I don't have any error in my chart. So what should I do? Like, what's wrong with me? What can I do to fix this? And the amazing astrologer was like, well, there's nothing wrong with you. Just so you're aware, like you're, this is your chart is perfect as it is. And other people may think that you need some air in your chart and they may have that reaction. And that's just kind of what I'm picking up on this too, is like, this is, if my children are a mirror and I'm picking up on this, it has nothing to do really with them. (laughs) It's more me. So what specific I've heard before, like the moon, like my, or their, um, let's see, their moon is how they view me. Do you believe in that? Or like, how does that, that work play into this? Yeah. In fact, the first, like I said, I just got out of a reading with a parent. It's, I prefer just to look at only the child's chart first. I mean, I love to look at mom's chart first in the first session and then work with a child because mom comes first, then work with the child in their own session with mom, but not, I'm still not looking at two charts. I will look at two charts together, you know, which is called synastry in a third session if they want it. But I find that I get so much information from all I'm working with in, you know, when we talk about the moon is like that child's perception of you, because in their world, that's all that matters. Right. I don't even, this last, I didn't even ask what her moon sign was. It didn't matter because this is we're you know, this is in service to this child and this life that they've chose and with you as their mom, and this is the way they see you. And so here's everything to keep in mind when parenting this child because, you know, I don't know if it's the same as for you, Ashley, but I have three different kids and they all have different moon signs and they really do perceive me in a different way. I can see how they see me in all those different ways. So yes, absolutely. And the son is dad and that's helpful Mm -hmm. to know as well. Mm -hmm. So then do you, 
shapeshift a little for each child, knowing what they view you like? I'm aware of where like the low road, I think that's how I use it for Mm -hmm. me. Like the low road, like my third child and has an Aquarius moon and most of her, I worked pretty much, you know, as an astrologer since she was tiny. So, um, like professionally, even though I was studying it before. So I work a lot. And so she's an Aquarius moon and there's many times she's very social, always comes to me and I'm busy and I, and I just kind of have to focus, but I know that the shadow of an Aquarius moon is that mom can be cut off. Mom can be distracted. Mom can mm. be an astrologer, right? Cause Aquarius is like an Aquarius <laughs> moon is a little bit wacky and is off, you know, not following status quo. But I really am like, wow, if she can see me as disconnected, that is a can be a wounding for her. So mm-hmm. I need to purposely, I'm done here, I'm done working. And what is it that you need really connecting with her? Yeah, my daughter, you know, Eva's moon is Pisces. So she can see me as unavailable or hard mm-hmm. to you know, hard to, I can see that. So it's hard, you know, Eva struggles. So sometimes I can see myself saying, oh my God, it's so hard to watch her when she's trying so hard to do this. Like it can't, I can feel myself wanting to look somewhere else. Right. But that's the, that is the shadow of a Pisces moon. It's too much for mom. So mom pulls back. So (laughs) knowing that can help me make sure that I'm just holding we all have a low road or a potential wounding in our chart. And if I can hold that for my kids, that's really great to be able to do. And I do help mom, the moms that come to me with um, that because mm-hmm. it's something we can work with, you know? Yep. That's exactly what I do too. I love that. And for listeners that are like, if you, so just let me recap this, the moon sign of your child is how they view you in the light of that sign, you know, that costume. And my, both my daughters are Sagittarius and Leo moons. <laughs> so ah. like, they probably see me as just this, like, I am pretty extra, like just as a human, I'm sure that they're like, when they get older and they're teenagers, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to embarrass them. But also like, <laughs> it's just like, I know it can go too far, right? It can be all about me. And it's just so helpful to know that. And I don't, yeah, I, I know I, I've heard that too about the son and, and dad. I don't use that as much though, but I, that's, that is helpful. It's also the house, you know, like ha- house, the house that your moon is in is half the, the other half of the story, okay. you know, for any kid's chart. Um, because the houses True. are really like where the action shows up. This That's True. where we learn the emotional lunar lessons. Um, yeah. And then aspects, you know, this is why it can be aspects to the moon, you know, it can be helpful. That's what I, I am one of those astrologers that if we have an hour session, I may not get to your Mars because there is so much content with just sun and moon and working. Cause I, you know, I'm also trained in the internal family systems method of psychotherapy. So the healing, the, the healing opportunities that happen when we start talking about mom and dad and your childhood, that's, there's a lot there. Um, so even in a kid's chart and in the community that I do, you know, that I work with every day, we're always looking at, you know, today it's a Pisces moon in Sagittarius season. It's not just any old Pisces moon. It's very different than a Pisces moon sure. in Gemini season, you know? So it's always this play between the masculine and the feminine. Do you teach your kids to use astrology? Like, do they, do they 
understand their charts? Like, do they look at their others? I'm, I'm training my daughters to like, say I'm a Aries sun, Leo moon, and, but that's yeah. it. Because I really do. I really believe Ashley that, that we just like, you know, in fast forward to 30 years from now, people are just going to be talking about their kids. Like, you know, she's a, she's a Leo moon. And I believe that. Mm-hmm. yeah, like, I mean, we're doing it now, just not, we're doing it more now in smaller circles. And it's becoming, you can see that, you know, it's becoming so much wider that it is helpful for them to understand, you know, like my nine-year-old, why that she might be, you know, I always ask, well, when's her birthday? She knows when all her classmates' birthdays are, because that is a tool to help you understand that everybody is different. And that is so needed right now. So crazy needed that we are, we can be different and coexist, you know, on this planet. Um, so yeah, it is really helpful to teach your kids and they have like, I usually have books around here cause she has some out, you know, there's like astrology books for kids now. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. And I'm exploring that too. Do you do any work in like unborn children or like, no, I, I mean, I really think that the time of their first breath is when, right. Cause there are souls that will come and choose to inhabit a mom's body and not actually come to the earth on the earth plane for lessons that the mom, I had two, three of those, you know, where I learned a lot through my miscarriages, but it, the soul wasn't, that wasn't the time for them to come. So I really do work with that um, birth time. And then the karma on this earth plane, you know, as that relates to part of their soul story. Mm-hmm. I recently in the last well nine months had miscarried twins and they were going to be Scorpios. And for me, that was like the ultimate transformation was that experience. And I think about the fact that they would have been Scorpios and just like, and so, yes, I'm totally with you. Like these lessons that they, they chose me for that moment, you know, mm-hmm. and it was so eye opening. And now here I am in this whole new experience with a very different perspective. It's yeah. just so, it's just so comforting and even through some of these dark moments, it felt so good to know this, all of this like back end stuff. Right. Yeah. So being a practicing astrologer, you're busy, you're mom of three, you've got, you know, you've got this thriving community. What do you do to take care of yourself? Hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good question. You know, it's, I, first of all, really, <laughs> it's hard for me to talk about my life without in the context of the sky. So I was thinking (laughs) I do a lot to take care of myself. I mean, I'm really very, I'm a Pisces rising. So I'm super, have to be super, I'm sensitive. I have to be super careful. I'm so in tune with the subtleties. Sometimes when I tell people things that I have to like keep in mind that other people that aren't as sensitive don't have to keep in mind. Um, they really think I'm wacky, but I'm okay with that. Cause I, <laughs> I guess that's where <laughs> Aquarius in my chart, like I'm owning it, but, um, you know, like create, making my own food takes some time. I I'm very reverent about my food because I'm sensitive to energy that I consume. And that's, so mm-hmm. that's why I, why I have to be careful what I watch, what I listen to, what energy of the food goes in me. So I spend a lot of time with my food mindfully, um, I'm outside every morning connecting with the sky. I also get guidance for my community that I then go share with them, but still it is, 
I, I do really appreciate that my, um, my self-care that I do for myself, that my spiritual practices are then channeled into my work. That mm-hmm. feels very efficient for my Capricorn, that the things I give to them are actually the things that I need. Um, and then I just share it with them. So yeah, a lot of connecting, um, you know, getting a lot of sleep. I, for me, it really, I'm, I'm very rhythmic and I move with the sun. So when the sun goes down, I need my energy. I need to be finished with dinner. We eat really early. You know, I need to be winding down. And then when the sun comes up, I'm actually, I need to be up with the sun. You know, I actually like to go outside when I can still see the stars. So yeah, I'm a, I live very rhythmically. Um, so I have my day, there's a real important flow that I have to my day. Um, and I dance, I love to dance. Um, Mm. yeah, aesthetic dance is my thing. I'm a Pisces rising though. So for those Pisces risings out there, or if you have kids that are Pisces risings, finding, you know, dancing is finding your flow. And so you always have to be looking for where is the flow? Where's the open space? Where can I go? So yeah, long answer to your question. Oh, it's great. And I, you know, there's the cyclical piece to it. There's like the knowing your chart and and nourishing that part of it. Exact dance. We are, I'm doing a self-care challenge all month. And that was one of the practices this week. And it's like, I had a couple friends and other people that are doing the challenge message being like, Oh my gosh, that was amazing. I didn't, I've never done that before. Just like, just move your body. And I had really only done it with some women in a retreat in this last year. And we're like a bunch of women in a room with the candles and just like music going like, Oh my gosh. Yes, please. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm so right there with you. Nice. And two, I'm thinking about your Capricorn. Like so often I'll tell clients like, if you know you have a lot of Capricorn, Capricorn sun, like work may feel like self-care and that's okay. Right. Like that's until it doesn't. Right. Like you be careful <laughs> where, yeah, where the lines totally. are gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for sharing those practices. I'm always, that's kind of like our question every episode, what do people do? And it's always so, so, so different. I'd love to hear a little more about your community. If listeners are out there wanting to be a part of it, um, what does that involve? How can they get into it? Yeah, it's like a daily thing. Um, I, I talk to them every day. It gets, I basically am doing the, uh, the weather report of mm-hmm. what's happening in the sky and how you can use it to find your flow down here in the earth. And at the same time, they get these daily texts, which is just helpful. It's not, it's called the Luminary Parenting Community, but it's not just for moms because it is a lot about how to take care of yourself. If you know what the weather is, you can be better prepared, but also how to really give yourself um, just something deeply nourishing because we're talking about the moon cycle in a way that, you know, you could use the word reparenting because it's kind of a buzzword right now but you're just taking good care of yourself. It's just good care. You know, it can be very, it is very nurturing. So they get that and we work with the moon cycle and I walk them through it each day. That's actually what, like I said, um, Ashley, I'm very rhythmic. Like I Mm -hmm. like the day on the daily things. And so I thought when I was creating a community, what would I want? And now, you know, it's basically what I created this daily, this daily check-in that gets delivered to their device And then I walk them through the moon cycle. Like we have new moon workshops where we learn how to work with the moon. There's a core curriculum of videos that they watch when they come into the community of, you know, it's people that some people really 
know a lot of astrology and they love that every little day I give more tidbits into astrology. And there are other people that are brand new to astrology. Like, wait, what is that thing? That, the map of the sky, you know? So I teach them, you know, I kind of get everybody up to speed. So um, yeah, it's people that know nothing about astrology and just want to understand how to use astrology to parent their kids. Cause we also learn about, you know, how to look at your kids' charts. And then there's people that are practicing astrologers that just want the daily, like that little, little daily, like simple, right. We don't always know what's happening in the sky, but I'm very in tune with it because it's part of my self-care practice. In Mm -hmm. fact, let me just tell you a little story. That's how this community, that's how I started posting on Instagram, Ashley, is because years ago, you know, my kid's dad and I got divorced and I was, I had the kids a lot by myself and I was drowning as a mom doing it all by myself. And so I would lay there in the morning and think, okay, one, you can do another day, Tara, you can do this. You're strong. Okay. What's happening with the moon and how can I use it to make my day easier? And then I just started talking about it with my friends. They're like, that was really helpful. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I should probably share this with more people. And then I just start, I love handwriting. So I handwrite my posts and that's how Instagram came about. And then people love that. And I thought, how can I give them more? How can I take them deeper and personalize it into their own chart? And that's how the community came about. So yeah, you know, like a real coming from a place of need, it's that real organic growth of just like, this was, no one was doing this. And so I did it and here it is. And it's so helpful. So helpful. I love that. And two, like, I know I always like the perspective of other astrologers. Like I could look at what's happening in the sky, but I just, I'm not, I I don't know. I, I, having someone else say it from a different way is so helpful. Yeah. They, and I, I love that I'm part of people's daily practice Mm because daily practice, that is if I, I need a daily practice or my self-care is, I don't, it's like hard for me even to imagine my life without a daily ritual, like those daily practices that hold me, this Pisces rising, they give me form, you know, it's very helpful. So I love giving that to others and it's really affordable. Um, It's, you know, it's less than a dollar a day and it's so under the radar with like, I mean, I think I, I don't know, my lattes that I get every day from the corner coffee shop are like $6. So $29 a month is like, that's nothing. If I can know how to navigate my day better and rise to my mothering, because it's, you know, as moms, we just want to do the best freaking job we can do. And it's the hardest freaking job to do. So any help that I can get or that I can give, you know, I feel honored to be able to share with them every day. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Amazing. Oh, I love, I knew this would be such a fun conversation and I love your perspective and all the things that you share. And I I just really do think it's needed and I cannot wait. I mean, let's talk again in 20 years and this will be like everybody and we'll just, people will be seeking us out and we'll just be in the know because yeah, it's coming. It's people are waking up. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I I think so too. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, I want listeners to make sure to check out your Instagram because it's just so jam packed. And um, if they want to get a reading from you or want to be a part of the community, can you tell them where they can find you? Yeah. Luminary Parenting on Instagram. And then it's just luminaryparenting.com. You can click on community or you can just go to my Instagram bio, the community's on there um, or a reading, you know, just again, Instagram bio or website, one of those. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Tara. This is so fun. I love chatting. Yeah, me too. Thank you for having me. 
Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Thanks to Tara for sharing her amazing insight into our show sponsor, Interval. If you want to be a part of Tara's community, Luminary Parenting, there is a special rate um, that you can check out in the show notes just for podcast listeners. So be sure to check her out on Instagram and that link in the show notes if you want to join her community. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next week.